Buenos nachos, amigos. Resolution hell. <laughs> Buenos nachos, amigos, and welcome to another fantastic episode of Hal Yujuku. I'm Petey Rave, your man with no plan. Here with me, as always, is my tighty partner, my friend, Brandon Cooper, a.k.a. King Kaz. How you doing, Kaz? I'm looking for the rest of my pixels. If you find them, please return them to me. Them <laughs> pixels, son. They went away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they done gone. They gone now. They gone. They gone. Be gone, pixels. Uh, of course, we're here talking about East Asian pop culture, as we do mm-hmm. way too often. Uh, and not often enough. I don't know. Uh, we're here to talk about what's new, as we do every beginning of the episode. Uh, one major thing that I figure we should go ahead and knock out, uh, because it's, you know what? It's Super Junior. So, you know what? Super Junior had a comeback. Might as well talk about it right at the beginning of the show. Uh, Super Junior came back, uh, with their, with their video for Devil. Uh, one thing for, for interesting, there was, uh, there was rumors going around that it was going to be a 19 plus video, you know, an R rated video. Uh, yeah, uh, turns out, uh, in the last second, they edited out the 19 plus stuff. Just as a last second mm-hmm. decision. Okay. Turns out it was a, it's a 15 plus video. Um, trying to take, hit that age range. Yeah. Or just getting that hype for no reason. Uh, and without actually paying consequences. Um, but Super Junior with their video for Devil. Uh, and in the end, mm-hmm. they made a video about, uh, fan service and wanting to bang a white girl. <laughs> um, the video is interesting because it's all like cut trailers of different movies, like yeah, not not movies that you may have seen. Like they're just like, like parody, kind movies. of yeah, like parodies. Um, like so they're all like styled into like oh. different things. Yeah, uh, but it's really it's really interesting. I kind of I enjoyed the song uh a lot i think yeah the song the song is interesting (laughs) the song is interesting and you know it's kind of super junior-ish and uh and it definitely catches your attention i will say uh historically at least in the recent history super junior videos have been how do we say it silly a little silly A little bit of a cosplay silliness and then just a bunch of fan service because you know what? That's what makes them money. And at first it was kind of cool and interesting and stylized. And I was like, Oh, this is actually kind of cool. And like had, you know, don't get there and on that motorcycle. It was like, Oh, this is cool. And then the, the, those vehicles were about to clash. And then that explosion happened that looked like it was like, like it looked like it was the, the stock composite, uh, uh, artifact that it comes with hit film express <laughs> mm-hmm. for explosion. Like the first one they found. <laughs> like the first explosion yeah. stock effect and they didn't do any color correction or anything. And then I was like, oh, okay, it's still super junior. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, but uh, I don't know. I, I, I thought the song was okay. Uh, it's still not their best work today, but I enjoyed it. It, it had the super junior kind of sound which is i don't know it's kind of poppy 
like sultry. I don't know how to explain the Super Junior yeah. sound. Um, to you know, it, it's the Super Junior sound. Yes. Go listen to all of their records, and then you'll know what I'm talking about. Yes. <laughs> uh, this is definitely going to make uh, elves uh, happy. You know, the Super Junior fans happy. Uh, but yeah, you know, they it, it's one of those things with fandoms. Uh, once you have that strong fandom, you, you really don't have to try that much. Uh, and yeah, I may, I may bring up that fact during one of your songs, but that's that's uh for there. But yeah, Super Junior, interesting video, but still a little bit of Super Junior a silliness. Uh, and apparently the the moral of the story: white bitches. Am I right? <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Those, I was wrong for that. Sorry about that. Uh, moving on. Kaz, what's new with yes. you? I want to talk about new music-wise for me this week as I cut off this junior super junior video. Um, we got the newest track from the boys, Infinite. Yes. Um, so Infinite is has this new track that just came out and I got an ad. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, it's uh, called Bad. Called Bad. Um, and I really enjoyed this, dude. Yeah. Like, I really enjoyed this. It was so good. Kind of yeah. like almost in the style of like the last one. It's kind of like a very movie style. Yeah. But it's more like um, horror movie style and more like like thriller. And we're like, well, not thriller yeah. the song, but like a thriller, like the genre. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, it's, it's a cool, interesting, like, style. And the song is just really cool. Like, it has a, a cool kind of pace to it, a really good pace to it. It, uh, hits with kind of the string based instrumental up front. And then the, the chorus is just like the, like the hook is just, it kind of, uh, it just kind of works. It hooks you like a hook ought to, you know, uh, like the, just kind of that simple, that bad, 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 bad girl. It just kind of works well with the tone of the song. Yeah. I was, I was almost going <laughs> to, it was like the debate was like, hmm, should I let Kaz have this one or should I take that one? Cause you, I know you, you had sent it to, out to this. Yeah. Uh, I know you had sent it to me, but by the time, the funny thing, by the time you had sent it to me, I had already seen it like a few times. So I was like, uh-huh. oh yeah, oh, I know the song. <laughs> like, I had already seen it a few times and I already enjoyed it. I was like, and I was debating just taking it to myself and I was like, you know what? Let me be benevolent as the keeper of the dock and the one that <laughs> gets to choose first. I'm going to let Kaz have this one, uh, as is the benevolent podcaster that I am. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a really rad song and video. Oh too. yeah, no, definitely. Um, I, I enjoyed the fuck out of it and the video is really fun. Um, and you also had something else you put in here, uh, for, yeah. for Infinite, which is, uh, they did a 360 teaser. Yeah. Um, for for the video which is if you're not sure what that is it's kind of the new thing on uh youtube uh and kind of just the new gimmick in a lot of things is to have these 360 videos where you can spin the camera around and get a bunch of different perspectives of everything um and it's pretty interesting i don't know if i it i I still it's still a gimmick to me 
It's more fun when you can actually have like a phone uh, and you're you're actually using your phone uh, for it. But and it is kind of gimmicky, and I think it's gonna have its fun applications. Uh, and it's going to be a fun side thing that you can also do if you happen to have like either the Google cardboard or, you know, if you happen to have gotten an Oculus Rift for the actual purpose that you would get an Oculus Rift, which is, or, you know, a, a Valve's, uh, whatever the Valve's one is, or, uh, the HTC Vive. I think that is the Valve one. Yeah. HTC Vive or the Sony one. If you get it for like the gaming stuff, oh, here's a, also a fun thing you can also do, uh, in between gaming, uh, with your VR helmet. Uh, but yeah, it's kind of cool. Like it, 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 it's, uh, off of the, you know, uh, the innovation that Bambino, the, da- the, the sexy dance group, uh, brought into K-pop. Them innovative. <laughs> well, well they were just kind of the first to get there. Yes. I'm pretty sure. This was probably in the works for a while for Infinite, um, because these 360 things have been kind of coming around, yeah. uh, just on YouTube and in other places for a little, for a little while now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah. it's just definitely one of those things that it's I, interesting I, I, I like, I like the narrative of saying Bambino or the trendsetters. <laughs> <laughs> the new good, uh, per project to dance group. Are the trendsetters of K-pop. Uh, yep. But moving on. Yeah, moving Jeez. on. Um, so what What else uh, new hit me this week? A-Pink. Oh, my girls from A-Pink uh, put out a new song called Remember. Remember? Remember. Um, Remember. And it's more of a, a kind of ballady uh, song. But man, I definitely enjoyed this. I love seeing A-Pink back. Yeah. Uh, with with new releases um yeah. and they had some money to spend because they're using a yacht yeah <laughs> <laughs> they rented a yacht and everything Sheesh. Yeah. and they went on location somewhere uh uh it's like yeah, that they, they you know they they spending all the money also uh my girl uh bomi i agree with you me too bomi i love cold beer too <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh I- it, it was also interesting because if you if you're a, a you know Korean music fan, they were some of the girls from A Pink were on a recent episode of Running Man. Yeah. Um, Bomi specifically, so that was definitely. Yeah. Oh Bomi, yeah. No, no, no. Bomi, it, it was. It was funny because it, she was, it was on probably there. One of the. F- it was probably one of the first episodes that I was very like, oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, it, it was it was fun. I mean, the, the the crazy editing in the end got a little bit mudged, but it was fun. And then Bomi, I love getting the preview of the of the of the point dance. But I love that yeah. we got to see the variety version first before we finally yeah. got to see it in the music video, uh, because it's a little bit more subdued and cute in the in the video. Uh, if a bit silly, but Bomi's version on Running Man, <laughs> that exaggerated version was was hilarious. Um. I will say I enjoyed it, but it, I would say I've enjoyed A Pink's last few songs. I will yeah. give a caveat out there for a lot of people. And I, there's uh, the sentiment on Asian Junkie and sentiment with a lot of people is that lately that the A Pink songs may not be for everyone. They kind of have been coasting. And if you really kind of look at it, they, it, it isn't a 
grabby song. It isn't a spectacular song. It's kind of within their demo. It's not very experimental. It's uh, and they kind of have been coasting it off of the fact that they can just kind of put out these things and maintain their image and just make money. Uh, and it is it is a quintessential A Pink song. So if you haven't been inspired by A Pink's last few releases, you might not be inspired by this one either. Uh, this one is purely for those that kind of been uh, mainly for those that kind of have been enjoying or, or can get into that sound. Yeah, I like it, uh, but I can definitely understand that sentiment. Just putting it out there. Uh, but yeah, a pink. I will remember. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I like. I I'm sorry, I'm watching the video. Yes. Uh, but no, I definitely, I definitely enjoy it. And you know, I kind of like a pink, and I can agree with that. That a lot of a pink songs are kind of very standard K-pop. You know. Yeah. Like you said, it's not very experimental. It's not, you know, it, I don't want to say it, but it's pretty easy to say that a pink gets by because they're all pretty hot. They're (laughs) all pretty and they all have that, that classic semi innocent, pure gimmick, you know, that innocent pure image, you know, it's Mm -hmm. the innocent image. And even when they kind of, uh, in their dorky side, when they do the, oh, uh, when they go on variety shows and they ask them to try to do sexy and then they all just can't do sexy at all. That plays mm-hmm. into that too. It's like, oh, we're so, it's so hard for us to do sexy. Uh, yeah. Aren't we so adorably dorky? We can't be sexy at all. It's like, <laughs> child, please. Uh, <laughs> But they are I'm fine that shit. It's like, uh, we know better. But but it works for them. They they it, that plays into their their demo and their their their, their image and their their fan base, <laughs> uh, to the T. And they make money. Uh, but last but not least, it was a really cool. Track. Uh, so yeah, so this one, every if you listen to last week's episode, you know I was waiting for this one to drop, and it dropped as soon as we were done recording. Um last week so this is the song from crush featuring zi ko uh which we talked about a little bit last week um but i will definitely say it is a song i enjoy i i I was it's not gonna instantly go into my list but it's something i like listening to it's it was really good crush did really good on this song um there's also a special cameo in this if you stay through the whole video yeah uh but then you kind of get to zico's part or ziako's part um as we are tend to call them around here um it was just like uh it started out really well, and yeah. then he kind of did that. I don't then even know went, what you went, would call that style. He went Ichima. He went Ichima. He went full. Yeah. He went full OG Mako, Keith Ape. You know, it's that style, style of, rap of rap that's rapid. ruin. That's honestly yeah. uh, semi uh, not ruining mainstream Korean hip hop slowly but surely. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> Ever since Ichima went from viral, which is an empirically terrible song, and I, 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 I dare you to say otherwise. That is so- clinically proven to be a s- terrible song. Like it's <laughs> proven by science 
to be terrible. Like, the, like I can do the math. Uh, you could, you know, do the equations, uh, and it equates to terrible. Uh, but yeah, he kind of, when he goes Ichima, you know, when he goes full like that mode, that skirt, yeah. skirt, you know, that bullshit. It yeah. kind of, it kind of is like, oh, okay. Really? It, it, it really it's jars you and kind of takes you out of the song. Especially with how well he was rapping up until that point and when it was just that, that feel that he usually has, which is even with his, like, his, his expressions being all like, I'm hip hop guy. It's fine. You know, it's, it's his style and I, and I like it. Uh, I don't know about that ponytail, but, but otherwise I like, it's like, uh, no, no. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not. <laughs> but then, then you get to this part right here and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, it's like, then it becomes about how that beat go hard though. You spit, yeah. you meet, you see me spitting these bars though. Yeah. He's spitting them bars like, though. You're, you're not spitting those bars. You, you said two words and then you made a noise. Yes, <laughs> like, exactly. You it's know, like, uh, but, which whatever. you, like you said, is kind of the OG Mako thing, like, and then kind of this, this thing. And it, it it's, it's not just in, like, it wasn't a thing that, instantly started in america and then kind of spread out it is like this thing that all these rappers at one point were just like this is cool right if we if we all do it at the same time nobody can say no <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh it's like okay uh it's, i i no i don't want any more yeah, of it i'm, I'm, I'm just I'm, hoping it's a passing fade yeah pass, hopefully you know from hey, here's the thing from from terrible rappers i can i can uh I, we've had this conversation f- before from terrible rappers i can kind of just live with it and enjoy it for the for the dumbness of it but mm-hmm. from people that i i think better of for them to kind of delve into that it's kind of sad like it, it kind of it angers me like i i was rooting for you zico you're, you're better than this uh but it's like eh. <sighs> oh, we well. do what we can but aside from that and it's a short snippet aside from that little part that's actually a really cool song and, and I, I i i can still go back and enjoy that song it, it, overall mm-hmm. it's still on balance it doesn't really it doesn't cool kill song. the whole quality of the song yeah and crush is a fantastic singer and zico except for that part really contributes well and the cameo on the end is fun uh so mm-hmm. Overall, feel good about that song. Um, for me, what's new, uh, aside from, uh, uh, getting into the, into the, into the knee deep of the feels deep, uh, deep end of the pool of my rewatch of It's Okay, That's Love. Cause I've been <laughs> the last few episodes when it starts to get really feels heavy, when it starts to just wash over you. Um, mm-hmm. aside from that, some new music. Uh, some interesting stuff. Uh, actually quite a few songs on balance. Uh, so. Guhara. Hara of, of the wonderful K-pop girl group. Kara. Long-standing K-pop girl group at this point. Seven years in the business? Oh, but no, Something like that, yeah. Like seven, seven, eight years in the business. While. A while. Uh, or a little bit less. Just cover yourself and say seven plus. Seven plus. <laughs> six plus. Yeah. They've been around a while. Uh, they've been yeah. around. They're veterans. Veterans in the game. There's the kind of, they have, you know, they have, they're senior to a lot of groups. But Hada finally making her debut. 
her cautiously awaited debut with from a lot of people uh you know of course the fans were just kind of we're gonna eat it up but most people were like anxious because she's not exactly the main vocalist of the group uh she doesn't you know that's not her thing she's kind of more the face she's more this and more down there too because she kind of has a good body does the pilates she does the pilates Mm -hmm. works well for her um (laughs) Uh, maybe a little bit of yoga lattes. Uh, but they were kind of anticipating, you know, anticipating, but being cautious. And Guhara came out with her, uh, debut, uh, mini album, Alohara. Alo, get it? Aloha. Hara. Mm-hmm. Alohara. Uh, and the promotional single, Choco Chip Cookies or Chocolate Chip Cookies featuring Giddy Boy. One of our boys, yeah. Giddy Boy. Uh, and, it actually impressed me. Actually, it kind of, it, I enjoyed it. It's not, again, not mind blowing and <laughs> not revolutionary, but, and it is kind of a little bit basic, but it was kind of all the right kinds of basic in mm-hmm. the ways where it, it, you know, it did exactly what it needed to do in Maybe letting Hada's voice sits where it needs to be without trying to do too much with her vocals. Um, and the instrumental was actually inter- really cool and interesting and g- went a couple of different ways. And, uh, it was cute. The video was fun and it was, and you know, Hada was, 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 was quite lovely. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, I, I I hope she never uh, like the uh, tan. I'm loving that there, there's some tan girls in K-pop. Like mm-hmm. I just, I'm I'm loving this. You know, this Bora, uh, Hyorin's just dark. You know, but, but, I, <laughs> but I still appreciate her. Hyorin, she's just she's just dark standard. Uh, you know, and and Hara now. Uh, and and I appreciate that. I like that little bit of a little bit of color in the skin. It's not a bad thing. Yeah. You don't need to no. slather on the BB cream. You don't need to, <laughs> you don't need to do go full Sammy Sosa. If you're kind of dark skinned, uh, you can just let your tan skin show. Uh, but yeah, she's lovely and, and the video is fun and cute and, uh, and the song is nice. Well, what did you think, Kaz? Um, I, I kind of agree with that sentiment. It was, it was like, I kind of saw it and going into it, I was like, I mean, you know, it, I went to look and I was like, oh, how to go, how to, why do I know that name? And I went to look and I was like, okay, it's, she's from Cara, that's why. Um, and, uh, I kind of went into this and it, it's another one of those songs that the very beginning starts to set my expectation low. Yeah. Like the, the way the song starts to ramp up and I'm like, yeah. But then as it went on, like you said, she doesn't, she doesn't try to show any amazing range or anything like, she knows where her voice is good at and she stays there. And I liked that. I enjoyed it. And I kind of just enjoyed the sentiment of the song and an interesting new look for Gilly Boy as yes. well in this video. Um, <laughs> with, uh, with a, but later on when he shows up. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I just, I kind of, I kind of enjoyed the cuteness of it and I yeah. kind of want to see. 
you know, I, I, I kind of want to go look and see what the other songs are yeah. like, what the other sentiment of the songs are like. Because if yeah. they're all like this, in in the sense that she stays within the vocal range that she knows, and it's kind of this cute, sassy girl next door kind of thing, because that, that's kind of the appeal she's trying to give you video-wise, and then the song is just very kind of has this nice tone like like you said the instrumentation is kind of on point and also to to its kind of demise it kind of is only staying on this one plane because it's trying to match her vocal range staying on this one plane um and the only time it really really switches up is when gilly boy starts rapping yeah yeah. Um, but like i said it was it's enjoyable like there's there i don't i don't think you can come away from this not enjoying it really like unless you just don't like her uh but there are haters uh i i I do like the kind of the couple dancing with her and uh from what i found out matthew kim is apparently Mm -hmm. the guy's name uh he's apparently a trainee at dsp uh they 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 gotta get him out there gotta get him out there yeah they they play up the the tension well like they there's some good tension in the dancing and i think he contributes well to that uh yeah overall good song and i've i've heard uh, a couple of the other songs there's there there's some good songs on that uh mini on there uh to check out especially the one with her and uh young g and the other one haragu which is kind of i guess her her self anthem you know uh she often calls herself haragu uh which is cool uh that being said, I'm, I'm going to go and check that out. Uh, but moving on to another um, video, another interesting video that came out this week by a band by the name of Dick Punks. Yes, Dick mm-hmm. Punks. Uh, they're mm-hmm. I, I don't know it off the top of my head. I keep forgetting. I think they they kind of got their prominence on a on one of the kind of the survival music shows. But and I mm-hmm. know I saw it, but I forget which one it was. Uh, I'm sorry, but it was one of those, and and of course they've kind of have parlayed that into relatively relatively steady, uh, you know, working you know music career, and, and you know they're known. So Dick Punks with their uh, video for We Young, uh, and it's actually kind of an interesting sound. Like they have historically been kind of a, a pop rock band, uh. Mm-hmm. But there's less, I think, less like rock in the sense that there's less guitars. Actually, no guitars really. It's just kind of purely piano and pop sounds and instrumental. You know, purely piano and drums and some bass. Uh, you know, kind of the keyboardish sounds. But overall, it's mm-hmm. still kind of is fun and cool and kind of like uh, a you know kind of a a, a cool sound like a, a cool like pop with rock influence even though there's no guitar sound and it works for me i don't know what what do you think um i definitely got the that pop punk feel you know yeah um but but i i could definitely feel more of the pop than the punk because i I mean they all look like guys that tried out for (laughs) for idol groups and just didn't make it which i don't mean that in a bad way necessarily yeah. right um because they kind of just have their their own kind of appeal and style kind of thing uh but they seem to have some good humor and and good sensibility so 
I, I don't know. I, I, I enjoyed it. I, I, I kind of would love to know how their arrangement works though. But like, like, is it, is it, a they know their instrumentation and they kind of they kind of put these songs together themselves or yeah, like I think, like I think what it really do, is. I think they I believe they do in fact put their uh put their stuff together. Um, I'm kind of looking because I know that they kind of just started. They they you know they formed themselves. Uh, well, with a name like Dick Punks, and is, there's no. <laughs> There's not too many labels in Korea that's going to let it's going to workshop dick punks as a name. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, I think yeah they they, they had initially formed without a guitarist because uh Hyunwoo wanted the band to be considered a piano driven ensemble. I guess kind of he decided he wanted to be you know uh Ben Fold. So yeah, like I said they've always kind of been just vocals, keyboard, bass and drums. Uh and they're they're credited with composing and producing their music, uh, and as they say, they uh, I love this sentence: all of the band members are credited with composing and producing their music. In addition to their live performances, they also perform a separate choreographed act entitled "The Dick Punk Show." <laughs> so that's fantastic. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, so it's, yeah, it's gen- they're generally piano driven, as it were. Okay. Uh, yeah. Which is which is understandable and kind of is is really cool. Uh, so that is that sound. Um, but moving on, uh, another song that caught my attention this week was uh, a new release from a label we have talked about many times. Brand new music. Uh, mm-hmm. The artist by the name of Brand Newzik, Brand Newzik, <laughs> Brand Newzik, Brand Newzik. I'm gonna go brand with Brand Newzik, Brand Newzik. Uh, I don't know exactly how, but, uh, the song, Who's That? Who That? Um, uh, from what I can tell, it's a solo artist. Uh, but I don't know much about them or him. So, yeah. uh, either way, it's very kind of disco-y. It's very kind of retro sound. It's very kind of like, uh, you know, that. The, the yeah, I definitely got that that disco-y feel from it. Like 2020 experienced uh, era, Justin Timberlake, kind of like that feel to it, and, and it works well. Know. What do you think? Um, I, I kind of enjoyed it. The beginning of this video will give you a fucking seizure if you're not if you're paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say if you're not paying attention, um, but yeah, but uh, song wise. Like yeah, it's a very breathy Justin Timberlake style, like that that thing that he came that he that he uh, did like after NSYNC yeah. style of stuff. It's just like very breathy and like sultry and trying to be sexy, like. Yeah. But nothing wrong with it. So it's a it's a good bit if you can pull it off. Yeah. Uh, I, I like the fact that he kind of set up the he or whoever did set up the mic a little bit too high. So there's points where he's actually singing into the right end of the mic, <laughs> just because he's under it. Mm-hmm. But then he, you know, then goes back to singing on top of a side address. Well, there's no, there's a he, he's just most of the time he's doing it right. Most of the time, 
Yeah, but I I think it's more I I think it's less of him playing to the microphone and more of him playing to the camera because he's even holding it in the right places to to if he was to be singing into that kind of microphone, you know, and there is that that opening more closer to the front of the top that you can see. So that's fine. Uh, So there is an opening is singing into something. So that's fine. All right. I will, I it's will like he's used it. that kind of mic before, as opposed to when most people use it, and the mic face is here, and they're just holding it like, and you're like, if you were holding it like that, no one would hear you. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. Stop it. No one Stop. ever would ever Stop. hear you ever. Uh, so acceptable. Uh, but yeah, cool song. Uh, from brand new music. I, I was like seeing new releases from brand new music as a label. Uh, so I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to more from brand music. Uh, last but not least, another song that kind of caught my attention. I want to get, I want to give credit to Betsy over at, uh, Asian Junkie, uh, frequent commenter and occasional poster, occasional author on, uh, Asian Junkie and Shin Seha with, uh, the song Nady Made. Uh, I didn't get around to getting a translation. Uh, but it's a kind of an interesting, cool song. I don't, I won't get too into it, but it's a, it's a more indie song. It's more kind of a, uh, different artist. And the music is really cool and interesting. The video is really cool and interesting. The, the background dancers are, are fabulous. (laughs) Are (laughs) fantastic. Uh, and if you've seen some, uh, apparently, uh, what was it? I was gonna say their their name. It was a uh, pink, 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 pink something. Pink, pink. Uh there's stuff out there with it the, with them and and their live like dances, uh, at different clubs and and it's really cool. But yeah, the song is cool and interesting and kind of uh, out of nowhere. Uh, and the video is super fascinating. It works well in kind of a artistic way. It's also, it seems like it's it it's a well shot video that looks like it didn't take a lot of money to get a well shot video. Uh, well, what did you think? What was your impression of the song video? It, it was definitely like very um, like early nineties, like Vogue and like I don't know. It was really interesting, man. Like, I, and I just I love the sound. I was jamming to the sound of this. Um, uh, and then, like, this is what I love about doing this show. This is never something I would have come across, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, so this is, I was so glad that, like, we worked together where, like, you go out, look for this really interesting, cool shit, and, like, we, we, we get to enjoy it. Like, yeah. this is not going to be everybody's taste, but it's, it's definitely enjoyable if you let yourself get taken in by it. Yeah. And the, the dance, dance, uh, break is pretty fantastic. Dance routine is pretty fantastic. Uh, you get into it. Uh, but yeah, it's a really cool track. I'm glad I got to check it out. Uh, thank you very much. The lovely Betsy over at Asian Chunky. Thank you very much, Betsy. She's fantastic. Uh, that's it for what's new, uh, for us. Uh, we're mm-hmm. going to transition over to our headlines. So looking at those lines and they have heads. So join us over there. Yeah.
ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to our headline segment. Talk about some interesting topical topics going on in the East Asian world of East Asian pop culture. Mm-hmm. Let's get to it. Uh, Let's this do is this. Do this like Brutus. Let's talk about something really cool and actually interesting. Uh, SM rookies to star in variety show The Mickey Mouse Club. I love how they headlined this, like if Mickey Mouse Club wasn't a thing that we already knew existed. Right, like, what the fuck is the Mickey Mouse Club? <laughs> They're talking about this interesting new variety show called The Mickey Mouse Club. Uh, but of course, this is oh, for a different demo. Okay. What, what is the... Yeah, you're gonna have to understand this. Uh, so SM rookies, uh, they're gonna they're gonna be in kind of a remake of the uh, or relaunch or remake or kind of a reboot of the Mickey Mouse Club, um, the long running American sketch variety show, the Mickey Mouse Club, ended its run in 1995, which is probably why uh, they probably had to say to their demo like if it was something they never heard of before, because a lot of people that are into K-pop were born after that. <laughs> yeah it's it's hard for us to realize that but that's true dude day and day like day go like every day goes by and i uh get a chance and and this is gonna sound this is definitely gonna sound weird right but the days go by where i get more and more chances because of the things that that fuck there's no way to not make this sound weird (laughs) which is why i'm hesitating with it but the more the days go by, the more you get a chance to meet people yeah. younger than you, especially when you make content on the internet. If people start to come try, tend to come across and enjoy it, most of the time it's, it's a young, yeah. go on, huh? Oh, it's a younger demographic of, of kids. So like, there's a lot of times I find myself talking to like 15 year olds and, and 16, 17 year olds and things like that. Um, and you you make a reference to something that you're so used to making a reference to time and time again, and they're just like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> and you're yeah. like, "You don't know, like, how do you not know this thing?" And they're like, "I'm 15." <laughs> and you're like, "Oh yeah, right." <laughs> like, um, yes. Uh, so it ended its run in 1985, but it launched a career as several huge stars, such as Justin Timberlake, the aforementioned Justin mm-hmm. Timberlake, Ryan Gosling, and Britney yep. Spears. Now, a young couple, and a couple of other guys from uh, NSYNC as well. And yeah, a couple of other people, quite a few people, people from uh, those that era of like boy bands and, and things like that in America. So mm-hmm. uh, now, young Korean hopefuls will have the chance to get a similar boost to stardom as this Disney Channel in Korea is giving them a platform to show off their skills by rebooting or rebooting the classic show. Uh, The Mouseketeers in Korea's The Mickey Mouse Club will be nine of the members of SM SM Entertainment's pre-debut group, SM Rookies. The boys include Mark, uh, Donghyuk, Jamin, Gino, and Jisung. The the girls' group features Lamy and new SM Rookie members Hedin, Hina, and Goon. Uh, Hedin is said to be a bubbly girl from England. Hina is a dance prodigy who can speak both Korean and Japanese fluently. And Goon is not only excellent at singing and dancing, but also has amazing, amazing flexibility. The show will be emceed by Super Junior's Lee Tuck, uh, Lee Tuck, uh, and it will include musicals, performances, 
games and skits. So it's kind of going to be, it's going to be more, uh, if it's going to be that, it's going to be more Korean variety show than, uh, actually no, it's, if it's, if it's kind of a mix of Korean variety show and the classic Mickey Mouse Club, I don't know, this could be, this could be interesting and it could work well for what SM is essentially planning it for. Cause this is, yeah, this and, is and SM. I, Go so, so there, there's two things I want to pick at in here, right? Mm-hmm. It's the, it's the, We'll be, you know, we'll give these kids a, 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 like, give these kids a chance, you know, like the, that whole thing, like SM, you're one of the biggest labels and promotions out there. Like, if you want to give these kids a chance, you're going to give these kids a chance. Like, (laughs) you know, like the, the push in Korea isn't that hard, you know, for the bigger labels. Like they have the willing, the way to do it. Also, the original Disney Club was like was very much more run by Disney and had these kind of amalgam like these kids that they pulled from from different places. Whereas these are all SM kids and they've yeah. probably been under SM training for a while now. Yeah. For you know, they just haven't really been out and on TV and things like that. Um and then the other thing is this is definitely going to be going for a younger demographic and and all that. But I don't know. I, I, I don't know. One, I don't know how much I am enjoying the the push of it because it's just – it's going to be people from SM and then whoever SM has the connection with TV-wise, yeah. whether it's KBS or, or you know, whoever it might be. You'll, you'll see some of those people on there, but it's not – I don't know. It, I, I don't know if it's going to have the same appeal that the original Disney thing did, even though I was never into the original Disney thing. Yeah. I was more like Zoom and Magic School Bus, which yes. I guess, you know, was my thing. <laughs> yes. Um, and, and friggin' Recess. Uh, uh, that was a whole other life. But that being said, I think overall, it, it I think it might work well especially if it has a good mix of what works well in korean variety shows and mm-hmm. also making sure that they that their you know their musical skills are highlighted uh you know they their variety show skills are highlighted uh i think it can work really well and exactly for precisely the demo that it needs to work well for which is exact, you know, which is okay. It's, it's for, yeah, cause I, 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 like, that's one of those things I, I, I don't have a grasp on is what children and young adults television is like in Korea. Think, you know? I, yeah. It's hard to, cause it's hard to fathom. Um, part of it, if we're being honest for ourselves, part of it is running man. Yeah. We, but it's something we like to enforce. Uh, but yeah, a big part of their fandom is as kids, uh, and that's kind of what, what plays into the the tone of the show. But I don't know. That would be interesting to kind of find out, like what's kids television like. And I'm talking not just like like little kids because I know that little kids is like Parado and, and there's some shows that we see on Drama Food Fever. But I'm talking about like preteens to teens yeah yeah young you know, adult yeah to young adults you know that that demo what is yeah what which, is which like you like like you said it's probably 
Running Man, some of the other variety Each shows one. to two days, one night, maybe. Yeah, that's um, for, and, and that's kind of, you know, obviously that works in the Sunday night, uh, demo, but that, like the, so that's the Sunday night shows that kind of for kids enjoy. And ideally that's for everyone. Mm-hmm. But I'm wondering, like, what is, do they drill down that deep into the demos? Well, what, what is the, for the teen demo? Yeah, the the fifteen, the fifteen to twenty, fifteen to twenty, or maybe even like, like eleven to fifteen, like like Mm -hmm. the preteens, the teens. Like, what what is what is? I want to see. I want to see the Korean iCarly. Is what I wanted. (laughs) Yeah, I I guess that's something we might have to do research on. Then, like the the Korean iCarly would be it would be uh, would do a mukbang, (laughs) a mukbang of spaghetti tacos. Yeah. Which I I don't know why I'm 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 I shouldn't have made the specific reference that I did to an iCarly thing, but fuck it I'm gonna make it I watched iCarly I'm just gonna be honest, uh but a spaghetti tacos that that if you know let us know let us know out there comment below to show you know give us some shows to to find out about what do teens like in Korea, uh we might just have to Google it ourselves but. That being said, moving on to speaking of teens and their choices and what they like, uh, all of this headline, Teen Choice Awards is hashtag Team Schadenfreude, make 21 Super Junior Sinesha Day fandoms fight. Uh, <laughs> the Teen Choice Awards are the best because the event has given us a potentially epic clusterfuck as international K-pop fandoms will fight with not only each other, but also other foreign bands with crazy fandoms and all for an utterly meaningless award that nobody cares about. Uh, Sinyasha Day, Super Junior, and 21 are the K-pop groups included, and I'm not sure they could have done a better job of choosing since they're all for groups with a huge fan base that's mobilized and unstable enough to care. But then factor in mm-hmm. that they're fighting for K-pop's honor uh with groups like one direction five seconds of summer and little mix and we've got a recipe for greatness at this point it's pretty funny because like america doesn't have a a you know a group a a girl group a boy group or anything like that yeah these are all either korean or uh english or 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 uk or like uh, australian five seconds of summer is like an australian thing or is it new zealand is it okay yeah australian and there's okay so i'll say either asian or european yes (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah and they picked specifically groups that would be mobilized fandoms not necessarily groups that have had very active have been very active in the past calendar year specifically okay. I, I will i will give you that because like 21 I, I don't know the last time in the last 12 months <laughs> crush was like i mean what's uh, march april june march april may june july so one year seven not eight 17 months ago was when crush came out So this is, this is, and it's an online poll. This is exactly how online polls work. Yeah. Who are I the mean, fandoms? Right now, yeah. <laughs> right now, it's even splitting this podcast. Cause yeah. if I was to vote for this, I'm definitely voting for 21. And I know PD would well, vote Sony Shade. I don't know. I'd vote One Direction. I don't know. 
<laughs> I don't know. What uh, is wrong with you? <laughs> hey, I do not care. I don't know. It's, I really don't have a choice. I'd probably pick Sinisha. I, it, it, but I, I, I would maybe, yeah, I'd probably pick Sinisha. And you'd All pick right. 21. Uh, but in the end of the day, it's going to be hilarious as the fandoms fight. Uh, for, Wait, for, 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 for even... a surfboard. Surfboard. How does, I don't even under, I guess. I know, like, Sonny Shade would at least send someone. Yes. Uh, they'd send Tiffany. Yeah. Because she's good at that thing. She'll send... Uh, 21 will send, like, Minzy or CL. CL will be around. The problem yeah. is, yeah, she'll be around because she's got to promote. Uh, um, Super Junior. Who would Super Junior send? Because they don't... Henry? I guess so. Even though he's technically only Super Junior M, you know, yeah, he's, he's kind of. Um, I I would love it if they send Heshal and his and his hilarious, uh, poor English, uh, because he just try to be funny with it, <laughs> like he'd be ridiculous with it. Um, but I don't know. This all at the end of the day. We're anticipating the kind of the, the fun, fandom slap fight and let them, let them have their fun. Uh, it's an internet poll and you know, we, we, we all know how internet polls work. Uh, that being said, our last headline of the day, uh, with a couple of articles to talk about it. Uh, again, I have to apologize again. Uh, I haven't been catching, <laughs> been catching up like, on show me the money like I've been meaning to. I haven't seen episode two and three. Um, I haven't seen episode three yet. So I will try to check them out in the next couple of days. I promise. Pinky promise. Uh, but here goes nothing. Mino in a show me the Mino in a show me the money lyric controversy, though I don't know why. Uh, this is the headline from Asian Junkie. Winners Mino is caught up in a controversy over his lyrics during the third round of Show Me the Money 4. Uh, though Asian Junkie does not sure what the deal is. At one point in his verse, he says something like, Mino's coming for your daughters. Everybody spreads looks like the, like at the OBGYN. Um, and if you're like me, your reaction was like, okay. Uh, but basically, here's the score. Korean netizens are angry about the OBGYN play on words in regards to getting girls to spread their legs for him because it sexualizes the visit profession. International netizens are mad because they're pretending to get the Korean netizen outcry and because they think they're, he's referring to attacking girls. Uh, I'm not a mind reader in regards to Mino's intent, but I'm not sure either criticism really makes sense. The OBGYN line was just a standard, I have sex with lots of women wordplay that you can find basically anywhere. Would it be a mm-hmm. problem if Cheetah came out and said she makes all men jizz and added a prostate exam reference? No, I think that would be hilarious and clever. And I, I agree, it would be kind of hilarious and clever. Uh, I have to assume the only reason this is an issue is because he is an idol, because other others on the same show did worse. Uh, for the internet, well, for the international so, that isn't concerned, well, there's shit like this. Minoa, do you think you were born from an egg? Uh, and there's let's, before you finish reading any more of that, right? Let, let's go through this really quick, right? One, 
there, there's a lot of things, right? That is not the worst rap lyric that that you could attest to possible rape <laughs> that yes. I have ever heard in my life. No. Um, that's not the worst rap lyric. Not even close. Like the, 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 that's not the worst derogatory rap lyric I've heard from a Korean rapper, even if you want to put it in that context, right? Probably not even the worst um, lyric said on this show <laughs> yeah. this season. Um <laughs> But here's the thing, right? And 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 here's what where I'm gonna defend Amino and even give him credit. Mm-hmm. He came to this with with a couple of intentions, right? He one, he came to win, definitely. He 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 is definitely coming there to win shit like that. The the stack may be in his favor with having with having Ziko there. Who yeah. is a friend of his having Tableau there, who he works with. Um, YG backing you know, him and right. YG but pulling the strings here, here's, of the entire show. <laughs> yeah, but, but here's the other thing that I think he kind of made a statement of in kind of some of his first lyrics was he, he, a, as we know of Mino's history from what we've learned in other things and, and, from other shows and things like that is he came from the underground rap scene and then went into the idol scene. Right. So I think for him and for, uh, man, I can't think of his name, but from monster X, um, they're both there to, to do in the sense to be like, no, this thing here that we're doing right now is the thing that i am good at this is the reason that i am an idol because i am good at this thing like he said when i'm an idol i have to put on this mask and smile and be pretty and do all that shit like but he's like here now i can take that shit off and be me yeah you know and and do shit the way i want to do it which is what he's doing. The, the, he's like that cookie cutter shit you see him do in winter is not who he is. Yeah. It's not the type of person he is. That's what he does to make money. This is his actual skill and talent, you know, yeah. like we're, we're like, th- these are the, these are the things that he loves to do. He loves rap music. He loves making rap music. He was being creative with his word flu. Now, well, whether or not it was a good lyric, or it was okay, well delivered. Right. Well, I'm just saying in general, you know. Yeah, that's a, that's that's, all that's, that's where the judgment should happen. Exactly is is there saying, "Oh my God, this idol rapper maybe has maybe has made a a statement on rape." I'm not really sure because I didn't understand the lyrics, so I don't listen to rap music. You know, <laughs> like just yeah. makes you look stupid. Not yeah. him, you know what I'm saying, and and of course because people love to fucking hop on things, he's gonna come out as the bad guy, you know, yeah. and he's gonna end up apologizing about it yeah. and stuff like that. And but what and I would love is apologizing, yeah. okay. But what I would love is for him to just kind of keep up the the thing and just be like, yeah, you know. Um, like, and a like, follow up happened. Um, Mino threatened with lawsuit by OBGYN Association. So we've reached peak <sighs> ridiculousness. 
Uh, yeah. You know, given uh, feelings to begin with, uh, you can already imagine what my reaction was to news that Mino was being threatened by the lawsuits, by, with lawsuits by the KAOG, an LBGYN association, over his lyrics controversy. This is honestly something that deserves to be from the onion. Uh, Mino not only gave offense, and this is a quote, Mino not only gave offense to women in Korea, but also Koreans, uh, Korean obstetricians and gynecologists who work 365 days a year. 24 hours a day. No, you don't. You go on golf trips half the time. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Uh, for the health of women and future generations, it's uh, regrettable that his actions have damaged the honor of the 4,000 doctors in the organization. Uh, in the event that no apologies are given, the KAOG states that they will resort to legal action. Uh, additionally, the uh, KCSC uh, are looking into it. The KCSC, I believe, what does it stand for? Uh, Korean Community Education Standards Commission, aka the SEC of Korea, uh, are looking into it. Uh, the Korean Communication Standards Commission has acknowledged that Mnet Show Me the Money for aired problematic lyrics and has submitted the item to be reevaluated. If you told me that this was a joke by, like, the Yangpa, Yangpa being onion, uh, I would have believed it and found it funny. Anyway, Mino and Show Me the Money did end up giving apologies, the most hip-hop of hip-hop things to do when you include wordplay about how women want to sex you in the song. And it kind of goes into the apologies. Uh, then there's the netizen comments. It's not just an issue of his lyrics being low rate. If he had used an analogy of a prostitution house, he would have given, he would have gotten some hate and people would have been over it. But the fact that he said gynecologist, a place where women go to not only give birth, but to treat all other medical issues just makes me wonder what other dirty things are in his head for him to think of such a place as a place where women go to spread their legs. <sighs> It's like, I love when, you know, it, it goes into, Agent kind of goes into how people, you know, use this prompt and say, like, am I the only one who sees this reaction as a, as a problem to begin with? One, yes. it's like. <laughs> you and the, you and the eight other people who yelled about it, and then the four other people that you convinced to then yell about it with you, because everyone else who was actually looking at it and thought about it went, eh, it's not that bad, whatever. Eh, it was actually a pretty good line, too. Yeah. Like, well, you I know, think uh, Agent points out that this commenter, is, his type of reaction is the problem to begin with. Like his, like, uh, you know, attempt to sexual, you know, seeing this attempt to sexualize the OBGYN and not just being a sloppy wordplay about leg spreading so you can brag about women wanting to have sex with him is so bad. Uh, it's like, and it goes into that. Uh, and he mentioned, and I think the main thing, they mentioned that in the comments, but the funny part is about this is that he does think that there's legitimate sexism complaint and, you know, made, and, and I agree with him on Mnet and their rap shows. Like, and, but there's no actual outrage about it. Uh, there's been no actual outrage. For example, uh, Show Me the Money 4. I haven't seen it, but, uh, it, I saw a little bit from episode one, and honestly, I, I'm not surprised it continued in episode two. Casper has only been referenced in terms of her drawing the desire of other men for their, for her looks. And Ansumi was only featured due to both her looks and her in, and the interest of Black Nut, uh, and the, and another ra- male rapper. And the producers completely passed over showing quote unquote ugly female contestants who either failed past in both the first and second round of auditions. Uh, that's a problem in terms of representation, how the producers see female rappers, which should have been clear to anybody to watch Unpretty Rap Star, uh, 
I would get behind a movie that says, uh, says Mnet should apologize for that, just as they probably should have should have well, for editing pro, uh, I'm pretty rap star to portray a lot of the female female conflict when there really actually wasn't much beyond Jesse's rant and some legitimate animosity. Hell, even going back to Show Me the Money Three, the only reason Timey and then Jolly V got play is because of their like catty fighting and stuff like that. Which well, I, I will say in Show Me the Money Three, the thing between them got shown like it, it, it was a little better edited right and it was a little more like oh these are two girls who have beef but it did come across a little catty at times yeah um in its editing whereas it, it the, probably in reality it was like oh she said something i said something back in a line and we've just kind of been going back and forth you yeah. know and the day and then they, was that focused on that rather than say they're rapping abilities and their con- well their rapping abilities got featured but i that became that their beef with each other kind of became why they got featured yeah. and then i can see why that was whereas you know my problem with unpretty rap star was the fact that it was this select group of girls who now whether or not they had gotten better from the time i saw them in show me the money three or whatever were like cute ish or already known kind of things whereas and and i'm i'm not i'm not on the whole either side of it it's just the way i noticed it right whereas the show that kind of predominantly shows the males is like there there's no unpretty rap star that takes a select group of maybe struggling korean rappers and gives them that chance you know yeah but so it, it's this it's this double-edged sword where like here when you're in the group stages let's say like unless you're pretty and unless you have kind of ultra skill to put forth then you're not really going to get featured you know whereas if you're if you're somewhat pretty and 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 skill abound like then we have this this show where where it's going to be dedicated to the fact that you're a female rapper you know like yeah and there's you know and that brings up issues and that's something to be discussed but it doesn't get discussed because that's not the important thing there as much as the people want to talk about like oh it's about you know him and you know it's we're it's about women and his disrespect of women and it's like well here's this other issue we can actually get sink our teeth into and we can actually have a back and forth with uh about in terms of representation and in terms of you know kind of undoing the if you can't you know kind of perpetuating the if you can't see it you can't be it you know it's like and not giving it is not giving the the rappers that are you know having to female be female the showcase that they may have actually earned by you know say especially if they pass the second round of auditions Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just, it's a say, discussion. Show me to be the had. money three. The more and more I think about it, and maybe I need to go and rewatch it. But show me the money three. Outside of the thing that you mentioned, and and it could be probably because girls made it further in that one it seemed to show girls a little bit better. But like I'm saying, there were also girls that made it a lot further. Yeah, so and we haven't and we haven't seen modern. Well, I, I haven't seen how far any of the girls have gotten at this point. Uh, and I don't know. Did did Casper make it past the second round? 
Do you want to know? Um, I'll watch it. <laughs> okay, I'll watch it. <laughs> I want to. I want to hope for the best for her, because uh, as we we talked about, she she is actually pretty talented. Uh, she is actually talented, and I think she can do well out there if she has the kind of that that opportunity and that showcase. Uh, yeah, I think overall it's like people getting worked up for all the wrong reasons when there could be an actual discussion to be had, which of course anybody who listens to that statement on the surface would say, well, welcome to the internet. <laughs> so Definitely. if we're being honest with ourselves, uh, but yeah, it's, it was just, a, it was just a play on words. Come on, people. Seriously. <laughs> Like the Daily yeah. Mail talked about this like controversy. I'm like, okay, <sighs> come on. Can we can we get somebody to say that there's a controversy that happens on our show so that we get more eyes and ears? Yeah, that would be cool. Right. Like, I I would really love that. I don't I don't I don't spread like like an OBGYN. Uh, so. <laughs> what? How could you say that? How could you, Petey? No. Ha ha ha. That's problematic. <laughs> Hashtag problematic. Yeah. It's just, uh, I don't know. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. People and things. It, 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 it's just a kind of, it's, it's like this consistent thing at this point where it's just like, I, I don't understand if people are legitimately worked up or if people just don't just take enough of the information to be mad so that they can be mad. Yeah. Which honestly can be, you know, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B, depending on who, which individual netizen it is. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, there's also more fun in those articles uh, about, you know, about piecemeal in Korea. And I left a comment on piecemealing Korean, uh, one of them, uh, and things like that. So worth checking out. Uh, everybody go to Asian Junkie and look at all their articles and uh, click on all the ads and stuff because they're a fantastic website. Uh, but that brings us to the end of another fantastic episode of Halijuku. We, we, we're doing well again. Uh, mm-hmm. Cass, Yay. what is going on in your world? Um, a lot of lovely stuff. Uh, DKG, well, going on, going strong. Uh, the DKG podcast has, well, is also known as, um, the Drunk Kids Game Show, our game show. All of these things, I just, I want you to go check them out, listen to them. Uh, if you love them, love them. If you hate them, do that as well, because it seems hate gets you more listeners than love does. Um, but yeah, other than that, man, just fucking working hard at this making content for the internet thing um and and having fun doing it and really loving it getting super excited for season five of uh fanny pack coming back yeah this sunday this sunday 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 i Uh, I have some i have some guests i need to throw your way yes yes, that you may need to have on do that uh this sunday we're gonna have the premiere of season five of the fanny pack wrestling podcast uh we're going to 
simult- it's going to be an interesting experience simultaneously for the hosts and for the guests. We have a couple of interesting guests. We have the returning Jack D, Tyler D of the you know, Anime 3000 network. She being the co-host of A3- the A3K podcast. Uh, and uh, DKG, uh, DKGS guest, uh, recent DKGS guest, Sword Song on the mm-hmm. show as well. Uh, we're going to talk about Chikara live. We're going to, we're going to look into what Chikara is up to nowadays because DJM and myself have been away from Chikara. Uh, so we're, it's going to be interesting for us, for our, uh, reactions to what's going on in uh, Chikara now. And it's going to be interesting to see some fresh perspectives on Chikara. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be talking about Chikara again. Uh, we haven't done it in a while, so it's going to be interesting to, uh, to get into that. Uh, but that's this Sunday live on DiamondClub.tv or on TV YouTube page, YouTube, YouTube.com slash RebelliTV. Uh, so subscribe and, and find out and schedule and set the reminder and whatnot. Uh, but that's it. Do it. You Do can, it. You can, of course, find all of our episodes on HaliJuku.com. Uh, kpoppodcast.com uh you know rebelli.net for this and other shows youtube.com slash rebelli tv uh that's it itunes stitcher all the places subscribe like shit you know all this shit by now well didn't they tell you don't you unless you've never been to the end of the show yeah then if you've never been to the end of the show then this is new shit for you yeah. But if you've been to the end of the show, why are you still here? Right. Yeah, show well, you know the show. I is commend over. you. I commend you. Yeah. Uh, Whatever. That's it. PD commends you. I I recommend you. Yes. Until next time. Hasta los huevos. Give it to me straight, doctor. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>